0: and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. I'm really excited for you guys to listen and chat with my friend that's on the show today. Her name's Sarah Brandt. I've known her for a while and she's amazing. She is the chief confidence officer at Shop the City. So thanks for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on a podcast and
0: on champagne. <laughs> yeah, that's it's definitely a perk. <laughs> totally. Um, and it's just, you know, it's fun. Like to me, it's like, I don't know, more of a, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, enjoy champagne, but it's like a fun celebratory vibe, which, you know, I think as business owners and moms, like we we deserve that. <laughs> oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, awesome. We, and you said you are sipping on, I think it's Gruet. I'm probably butchering it because I think it is French, but from New Mexico. How, what are you thinking? How do you like it?
1: I like it. I'm impressed that something this delicious of a wine, a champagne came out of New Mexico. And I can't wait for my husband to try it too. It's so good. Yeah. Yay. Um, it's yeah. Not I guess too fruity.
0: It's not, and it's not sweet either. Like, but it's not like overly dry. See, again, mm-hmm. I need better descriptive words. But <laughs> I just need to keep drinking it for the <laughs> words to to
1: start to flow. <laughs> to start <coming> out. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah. Like I said, we accidentally stumbled across their little winery. Like, we stopped in Albuquerque, and it was literally next to the hotel we were staying in. But they grow their grapes in like I want to say it's like Southern New Mexico. Like, yeah, we were just intrigued. Like, what <laughs> you grow this here? It's crazy. Yeah, I'm.
1: I feel like I want to visit them and like see it. <laughs> yeah, I live near the the wine growing region of California, so I feel like I see how that happens. But it's a very different vibe, you would think, than New Mexico,
0: for sure. Like, yeah, I, again, like we didn't even realize it was a winery that we were right next to because like it didn't look like it. <laughs> like, but once you went in the doors, it was like, whoa! Like you kind of felt like you were in like a higher end California one. It was crazy. So yeah, if you ever in Albuquerque, you can stop by there.
1: Will do. We do a lot of actual cross country trips, so add it to my list.
0: Awesome. Um, okay, so before we dive into fun fashion and you know tips for entrepreneurs who may struggle with fashion, um, how did you get to where you are today? Like, have you always been in fashion? Did you always dream of having your own business? You know, all that fun stuff.
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have these like stories of how they have like this light bulb moment that they're in the wrong industry and then they go off and find their calling. Mm-hmm. Um mine happened when I was 10. Uh I was watching Lizzie McGuire and drawing outfits that I thought that each of the castmates would wear.
0: I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> like my daughter watched the movie recently and I watched it with her. I was like, oh I love this movie. <laughs> it's so good. It is. Um so I
1: have been interested in fashion for decades. Um don't want to age myself but A long, long time. And so when I was in high school, I graduated early and I went to school for fashion merchandising, got my degree there, worked as a buyer, and then decided to branch out on my own and help. I was living in Washington, D.C. at the time, and I thought that the people there hated that the style was so one note. It was like, you had to wear J. Crew or Ann Taylor or Banana Republic and like suits with sneakers and then switch into your pumps at work or your flats. And I was like, "There's, there needs to be a little bit more fun, a little bit more style here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I launched my business and then six months later, my husband's company moved us across the country, um, which honestly was better because San Francisco, the Bay Area, also is a little lacking when you think of it mm-hmm. you know as a style place so it's really fun to be able to kind of help the people here and especially the moms elevate their everyday style and find what their style is
0: yes i love that so i think you know even for me listening like and we've spoken before like h- how would we like even start to think about defining our style like i don't even Like, I think when I was younger, I had a style, but now that I'm older and I have kids and like, you know, less time, (laughs) I'm just like, whatever. Like, where did you even start?
1: (laughs) I did a video on this probably a year ago. I should remake it on why it's so hard to define your style in your 30s and like beyond Mm -hmm. or once you have a family and a career is like when you're in your 20s and you're single and you're always going out, you're always being exposed to people, you're people watching, you're probably getting brunch and going shopping with your Mm -hmm. friends. And everything is just like so accessible. And then as you get older and you get settled in your career, into your business, into parenthood, what have you, that you're not seeing other people. You're not being influenced. You have so much more on your mental plate that you cannot think about fashion. And you're like, oh, I haven't gone shopping in five years. (laughs) How did that happen? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think one of the main things is just being aware that things have changed. And then trying to follow people on social media that have a similar body type and style that like you like, and you're like, oh, I think that looks cool. Mm-hmm. Or kind of going to Pinterest and starting to starting a board of things that you like. And then looking at that board or looking at the people you're following on Instagram, I suggest like saving a bunch of posts in the save feature and kind of looking at what they all have in common and trying to pick out words that describe it. So I do something similar with my clients where I do a style assessment. This is kind of a way to do it yourself, but getting a bunch of images together and being like, what do I like about this? Is it that it's elevated? Is it that it's minimal? Is it that it's colorful? Is it that it fits right? What is it? And like, look for those words. And if there's any specific looks that you absolutely, absolutely love, like save it to your phone for when you go shopping so that you can go in with a purpose. Oh, I love that. And then you'll start to have a little bit better of a sense of what you like yeah. instead of kind of just going into a store and being overwhelmed with all the different styles and silhouettes and prints and everything and be like ah oh, what do I like
0: <laughs> right like I'm yeah sometimes I'm just like you know Steve Jobs maybe he he had it going on same shit every single day so you didn't have to think about it like that's where I'm at right now I'm like if I just have black turtlenecks all day every day. <laughs> Some people love
1: a uniform and they thrive with it because there's like literally no thought that goes into it. Yeah. And some people love to like switch it up by day, especially for fellow moms. Like Mm -hmm. some days you are in mom mode. Some days you are in like, I know you're a big runner. I'm sure some days you're in like running mode or you're in business mode or you're in like a work from home mode. Mm -hmm. It's important to really really like hone in on like the different facets of your personality and you don't have to be like tied to one aesthetic.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, do you have any advice on like, I guess, like you said, being aware because, like even this morning, my son came out, and I had an early meeting. So I had, like the, you know, the zoom outfit on and, like the top half looked great. And the bottom house was like still pajamas. And he was like, mom, you just went to a meeting. I was like, well, yeah, they can't see half of me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like how my day started, you know? Um, and it's just like, it seems so easy to just like from there, I just threw on jeans. And then it was like, that was that, like, I guess I just, I'm not putting in the time to really, because I do care, but like you know, there's other priorities. Like, Do you have any advice on like how we can, I don't know, quickly spruce things up or quickly kind of like try to make ourselves feel good, even if we're working from home or if we're in like whatever mood, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I have a few tips on that. And the first would be a shift in mentality. It's like when you get up for the day, like I have two very, very young kids yeah. and I make a, an intention to change my bottoms. Even if it's just for school drop-off to be like, these are not my pajamas. I am changing. I am putting on clothes. Even if I'm going to shower later, I'm like, I'm getting out of the house and like Mm -hmm. taking two seconds to put on something clean that I didn't wear to sleep in. Um, The second thing is making sure that you don't have items in your wardrobe that you don't like that make you Mm -hmm. feel bad. Mm -hmm. So when I do wardrobe audits for people, I often go into their homes and I see the red bear sweatpants or pants that the elastic is running and they're just like sagging on them. Right. So like and I'm like, the butt. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, if you put this on, you are saying that you don't care and that you right. are just, you don't care today. We're going to get rid of those pieces so that everything in your wardrobe, you know, that you love and you feel good. in. Mm.
0: And I my third that.
1: thing, my third thing is to, if you like really have like maybe, events or something or you know you have to go into the office the next day I think picking out your clothes the night before or at least starting to think about them mm-hmm. for me I I know everything in my closet and for my clients and myself I have like a virtual closet on my personal platform that I use for clients and so I am so bad I take my phone in the shower they're waterproof no one judge me um I, I have like a <laughs> people don't believe me i've like they've been waterproof since 2015. i have yeah Yeah, i I took mine i took mine into um, a hot spring in iceland in 2016 and i think my in-laws were like what (laughs) um anyway i take my phone in the shower and i look on my pinterest board of like things i I'm crazy. I work in fashion. I have boards for seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I look at my fall winter board this morning and I'm thinking about all the things in my closet. I go to my closet app and I'm like, what do I want to wear today? Mm-hmm. And so I like start to think about it. And if I were a, a regular person, I'd probably like maybe think about it the night before or a few days before. Um also for like big events, you know, right now we're in November. I the holidays are coming. I am thinking about what I am wearing for Thanksgiving, what I'm wearing for family photos, what I'm wearing for a trip to visit family, what I am wearing for a Thanksgiving or a Friendsgiving, what I'm wearing for a Christmas holiday dinner with friends. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like already starting to think about those things. So if you have big events, like planning things out is like super paramount. So you can just like have already thought about it, be done, grab the clothes, get dressed.
0: Instead of staring
1: at a closet. (laughs) overwhelm.
0: Funny. I mean, I I recorded my closet. So I'm like, like looking around right now. Um, What are your thoughts on the whole, I haven't worn that in two years, but I don't really want to get rid of it because I might wear it again type of thing.
1: I always with clients like this, I always have a conversation about why you think you're going to wear it again. Right? Is it a sentimental piece? Because I think that Maybe you're just saying that and it's just sentimental to you. I think you can hang on to some sentimental pieces, but don't become a hoarder. Mm-hmm. Some pieces I'm like, is it because it was, you wore it to like a wedding and you don't know if there's more weddings on the horizon, Right. in which case I would say like, get something new and feel fabulous. Um, mm-hmm. But for the most part, if you haven't worn it in two years and it's not like,
0: I would say get rid of it. Okay. Good. To I would say get rid of it. <laughs> a little activity later. Um. Yes. A little (laughs) Um, closet audit. Yeah, exactly. Um, So do you, so for like, okay, maybe thinking, I know you work with entrepreneurs for like branding and stuff too, right? Like it's not, do you ever do that? It's not just 100% personal or do you do kind of like prepping for branding like shoots or things like that? Yeah, I do a lot of shoots.
1: I do some branding shoots. Being in the Bay Area, California, I do a lot of like Silicon Valley tech people mm-hmm. who like need new headshots or um, CEOs and business owners who are speaking on conferences. I think that's always fun to like mm-hmm. think of like, what is the location of the conference? What is the audience of the conference? And what is your role at this conference? And kind of finding the perfect outfit that makes you inspirational,
0: aspirational and approachable for yeah. whatever that maybe yeah oh inspirational aspirational approachable i love that that makes so much sense um because yeah i think a lot of us sometimes struggle too with you know like kind of getting our branding when not such too. that's a very vague term because it encompasses a lot but you know as far as somebody that it's like i need to get you know new brand photos like where would you have them start would it just it's not just all about clothes too right It's kind of like accessories and you know your sense of style like where do you start with people kind of in that way or if anybody listening wants to like you know maybe get new branding photos for the new year and stuff like that
1: yeah I think a good place to start is with your personal like a personal brand so people don't hire you based on your brand they also hire you for you and so you want to bring your personality to that so having clarity on your personal style through either working with a stylist like myself or through that research on Instagram and Pinterest and fine tuning what your personal style is. And then I would say you want to have your you probably have your brand kit, I hope, with all of your colors and your branding and your like emotives with your brand and you want to kind of like marry all of that together. Mm -hmm. And so what I do with my clients is be like, okay, is your brand speaking to luxury clientele or everyday clients? Like who is it speaking to? And kind of that same thing. It wants to be inspirational, aspirational, yet approachable. You want to look like an authority. You want to look the part, but you also want your personality to shine through. Like anyone can put on a black blazer and do a basic business headshot but to really stand out especially as a business owner you need to have your personality
0: totally well yeah and then there's so many like there's so much noise you know so if you have that honed in and you can show your personality you know like with the styling as well as like you know your website or social media things like that that people are just going to be able to connect with you so much quicker and easier you know
1: Mm-hmm. and I think a big key is that aspiration people want to work with people who are going to help them level up in their business in their sure. life etc and so they want that that level of oh this is someone that is doing what I aspire to do
0: mm-hmm. yes yeah it's funny um I was having another conversation with my son that was last night um he's really into basketball and he just sometimes feels like he's not as good and we're like hey you know that people doing this, you know, people your age. And then if you look at people like Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, like, it's not in a, like, oh, that's so amazing, only they can do it. It's a, like, people have done that. So that's awesome. That means I can do it too. You know, like, reframing that perspective of, like, how are you going to look at people that are ahead of you, you know? Um, Which you can do that in many aspects of life. But that just made me think of that little example. (laughs) Yeah, there's, like, the difference between
1: Competition and like aspiration. Like mm-hmm. I'm always looking at other stylists and be like, what are they doing? Not to copy them or to right. compare myself, but to be like, huh, what what is going to set me apart? What makes me different? And maybe we can all I can also refer clients to them if they're doing something that
0: they do better than me. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, collaboration, celebration, connection. Like, uh, yeah, I think all the C's. Yes, all the C, triple C. Awesome. Okay, so um kind of one of my favorite questions on this podcast is about marketing. So, what is like your favorite way to market your business or what have you found to be the most effective? So,
1: you and I have talked a lot about this, and <laughs> I feel like I am finally getting into a good groove of utilizing like So, number 1, I think you really need to find out where your audience is. My audience generally is mothers and women in their mid low in their thirties up to like forties and fifties. So my clients are hanging out on Facebook. So I am all in the Facebook groups kind of offering free advice and then saying, Hey, if you want more contact me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, what's been working the best, better than paid ads, better than anything else that I'm doing. Um, I will say Google, Google updates do work really well though. Mm
0: -hmm. They definitely do. I love that. I mean, it's all, again, yeah, like we talked earlier today about making that relationship and taking it to that, you know, like just nurturing it and growing it. And yeah, that's the crux, I feel like, of marketing.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think just like with the business I'm in, it's such a personal choice yeah. and a personal experience. I just sure. need to work with people personally.
0: Yeah, Totally. Um, are there any apps that you love and use or tools that you use um, in your business? You just couldn't live without.
1: I am so scatterbrained. I use Asana so mm. much um, just as like my to-do list. Uh, just earlier you and I were talking and I was like, Oh, that would make a really good uh TikTok or reels. Mm-hmm. And I just like put it into Asana and then like, On my content creation days, I go through my Asana and I'm going to like, okay, we're going to bust out three or five, three to five little videos. Yeah. I I love that. I love it. And I can move out dates and like it doesn't yell at me when I miss things. (laughs) And it gives you like a little
0: dancing unicorn when you complete something. (laughs) Yeah. Or a little (laughs) thumbs up. (laughs) Yes. So much fun. Uh, I've been digging into Asana a lot lately too. Um, Because I've kind of bounced around with different like project management Tools and that one's like the one I seem to always come back to. So I think I'm just going to go all in um, and live in Asana.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's super helpful. I feel like I can make a million lists on my notes app or anything, but the reminders and like the updates and like the mm-hmm. features on it where you can like add details and everything is just super helpful. Especially, yeah. I think if you have a bigger team and you can assign things to people, mm-hmm. super helpful.
0: And I love that it's like almost in like written out in like the to-do list kind of format but then you can kind of click into a calendar which helps my brain be able to see you know what's coming up content wise for different clients and you know for me and things like that so it's having the different formats has just been super helpful or viewpoints or however you you'd say it but awesome um so what do you do to Get out of your comfort zone to yeah, you know, whether it's personally or business wise, you know, to kind of help you continue to grow as as well as your business.
1: I think constantly pushing myself and like trying to find new things, whether it's new styles to try. Um, I guess I guess there's two answers to this question. So business wise, right now I am super or was super not great on video. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just like such a perfectionist. I watch myself. I'll like record TikToks and reels and videos. And I'll be like, oh my God, like this is is painful to watch.
0: And then I post them. You seem very relaxed. Like it doesn't seem like you don't like, or you're uncomfortable.
1: Um, You should see all the bloopers. I think I'm going (laughs) to post the blooper later
0: of where like I start recording a video and I'm like Sarah
1: clean up your side table. Everyone can see it. (laughs) (laughs) I just like yell at myself. But I think I'm getting more comfortable with that. And especially with live video, that's like my current pushing myself out of my comfort zone. I have a Facebook group called elevate your style with shop the city where everybody should
0: join it, right?
1: (laughs) Yes, there is so much great free content in there right now. It's my free fall trend report. And uh, yesterday I just did a style like decoding session on a bunch of Taylor Swift's most recent outfits along with fully shoppable links to all of the pieces. And then, but being on those live videos, it's like TikToks and Reels, I can edit myself. I can shoot it 10,000 times and edit it down, but a live video, if I make a mistake, it's just there. Right. Um, And then I think when it comes to style, getting out of my comfort zone, one of my favorite things is doing rentals. So, I do both Rent the Runway and Newly. Um, and it's a fun way to like play with my style. Like, one of the things that I'm renting soon Anthropology just came out. Anthropology is the parent company of Newly. Mm-hmm. They just came out with this like quilted, like a ski jacket maxi skirt why would I ever buy that and like keep it in my closet it's the size of a sleeping bag right but I can't wait to see your video with it on (laughs) but renting it sounds pretty fun I'm going um, on a couple of wintry little trips soon and I'm like okay I can rent this for the snow yeah feel fabulous step out of my comfort zone and then return it (laughs) and not have it take (laughs) up space in my life (laughs)
0: how long do you get the rentals for for rent the
1: runway there's a couple of different options I do the monthly so Mm -hmm. I just get items for a month and newly is also by the month so between the both I get 10 new pieces a month I also do jewelry and handbag rentals so basically rent my life
0: I love that. Well, it's so fun because I mean, why not? Like a month is a decent time to like wear things a few times, and then you get a whole new batch. Like yeah, and I know you, you, know you need told to me about keep it before. Them. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna check it out because yeah,
1: yeah you can get... keep them for a discount if you love them. Uh-huh. I think the pants I'm wearing today were a failed rental. They're these plum corduroy wide leg pants. Cute. Um, but they were just so good, such a good color that I kept them. So Mm -hmm. it's like a fun way to try new things, get outside of your comfort zone, especially with the way that trends go. Mm -hmm. I release seasonal trend reports to my clients and followers. And if there's a trend that you want to try, you can always try it through one of these rental sites and be like, is this for me? Is this in my personal style?
0: And then return it. How can everybody sign up for that? Like, is there, it's on your website, right? That they could sign up for your trend reports? Yes. As
1: soon as you go to my website, it'll, if you scroll like halfway down, it says enter your email and get the retrend report. And then it just sends it to your email inbox. And then also, if you join my Facebook group, um, as soon as someone joins, you get an automatic email uh, with it as well for any newcomers.
0: Okay. I'll put those in the podcast notes. But if you, what is your Facebook group again and your website, just so everybody listening can know.
1: My website is www.shopthe.city. I thought that was cool. And then my Facebook group is Elevate Your Style with Shop the City. Awesome. Okay.
0: I love it. Um, Now we're to your last few questions, your five favorites. So what is your favorite book? You Know,
1: I saw this in the like questions that were going to be asked, and I've heard it on all of your podcasts. I literally watched one this morning, and I don't know right now. I don't know if anyone else loves fantasy books, but I am so deep in the Sarah J. Moss world. Mm. Um, if you've never heard of her, she is a fantasy author. Um, her best selling series is called A Court of Thorns and Roses. Finish that one way in summer. Um, and I'm Seven-eighths of the way through the series called Throne of Glass. Okay. And then there's also a series called Crescent City. But I just finished the seventh Throne of Glass book last night. Um, Does that count? Does the series count? Yeah, totally. Any book. Okay. I <laughs> I I'm it. just so deep in this world. She's so good at world building.
0: Yeah. See, I've not heard of her or her books, but um, it sounds like she's fantastic at what she does.
1: Um, Well, you can start reading it and then I will send you all of
0: the meats. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I will check it out. Um, What's your favorite drink? I love rosé.
1: Even Mm. on like a cold winter day, I'm like, do we have rosé in the fridge? I go for a glass. I
0: think it goes any time of the year, honestly. I agree with you. Like Because it's not... As light sometimes as the white, white. And it just, I don't know. I I feel like it can go both ways.
1: Yeah. It's still alcohol. It still warms you.
0: Right. It's comfortable.
1: (laughs) So, what is my little security blanket?
0: (laughs) Same as I sit in my closet. Um, (laughs) Where, like, this is not something that I sent. It just popped in my head. But do you have, like, a favorite winery, like, around where y'all live? Because, I mean, they're just, like, everywhere. I mean, a little north of you. But do you guys ever go to wine country? All of the time. Um we are I'm not to meet you. Down there. It's only like a eleven hour drive for me. That's not that far. That I would do so that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we have been talking about going to the Willamette Valley. I don't know how far oh, that is from you. you. Um, yeah. I think we're planning that for the kids' spring break. But when? near me, I really love Russian River Vineyards. It's like mm. super casual, kid friendly, um, and fun. And then Nearer to us is this um company called Brock Cellars, and they do all natural wines. So we're members there, where they're often enough that they they know us. <laughs> um, and I feel like with natural wine, you just get less of a hangover. Yeah. So I feel like I can drink like this is a slight exaggeration, but like three bottles <laughs> right. and wake up the next
0: morning bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm like all in on the natural wine. Yeah, it does make a difference. I agree with you. Um, yeah, when y'all come up to the Willamette Valley, let me know. And are you driving or flying?
1: Well, that's where we disagree. So we'll find okay. out.
0: Okay. <laughs> so if you drive, you should just pop over to we have a ton of wineries where I live too. We're not as obviously well known as the Willamette Valley, but we've got some really good wine in the gorge. Um, and there's like, I don't know, 60 plus wineries in our little area. Um, but then yeah, if not, I can come meet y'all in the Willamette Valley because it's like It's probably an hour and a half, two hours from here, from where I live.
1: Maybe we should drive and just do a couple days in each location.
0: That'd be fun. Um, We've got some really good beer out here too. So.
1: Okay. Love beer. I just can only take
0: so much of it. Right. I know. Same. Um, Okay, cool. Yeah. Let me know. Um, What is your favorite thing to do to relax? Not that you probably have a ton of it right now with two really little kids in a business. (laughs) Husband, My
1: husband and I do this thing called parent time off. And so I do get a couple hours, a couple days a week where it's just me time. And I either love to go like a candlelight yoga session, Mm. or I love to like book one of those hot tub places, Mm -hmm. like an onsen or something, and then just go sit and read. Sounds amazing. Just like not think about work, not think about my yes. kids or my family, and just become human soup.
0: Yep. Ugh, sounds amazing right now. <laughs> I love that. Um, what is your favorite thing to watch? If you watch anything. Um, I feel like I waver on watching things.
1: It's like if I'm reading a lot, I'm not watching a lot. Mm-hmm. I just finished the new season of Selling Sunset, um, and. I love the caricature of everyone's outfits. <laughs> I just think it's so fascinating to watch.
0: I haven't seen it. I mean, I've heard good things. Um, I've heard about it a lot, but I've never watched it. It's good. It's definitely like fabricated reality TV,
1: as most of it is. But it takes place in LA, which I'm I'm there pretty often. And mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of girls working in real estate. Gorgeous houses, gorgeous
0: outfits, gorgeous bags. <laughs> Just very like, this is, this is fun. Yeah. And so that's what, like, growing up, I never thought I would be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to work in like corporate America because I wanted to like wear stilettos and pretty suits and <laughs> really fancy can. bags. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know the last time I wore heels. Like, where I live is pretty, I mean, it's not rural, but where it's definitely not super dressy. You'll see when you come visit, but it's amazing. Yes. Um, it's just a little more laid back and like, you know, skiing and water sports and so I don't know. But um it says you can't dress up. That's true. No, you're right. Um uh last one, where is your favorite place to visit or to travel to? Oh man. There's a couple <laughs> of places
1: that we as a family go to every single year. And it is Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um Maui is our favorite island. Mm-hmm. We've been to that island two or three times now. Um, and then Mexico City. Um, yeah. My son has been there twice now. And every time we go to the airport, he's like, we're going to Mexico City. I'm like, oh, buddy. No, we're <laughs> just visiting family. And he's like, But I, I want to go to our new house in Mexico City. So we always stay at the same Airbnb. Oh, fun. <laughs> it's just such a, a fun, vibrant, big city i'm i'm from suburban massachusetts but i moved to new york city when i was a teenager um after graduating early and i'm just like such a big city person mm-hmm. that i'm like okay mexico city is warm it's vibrant there's so much culture there's so much good food and drinks
0: yeah it's so much fun oh that's amazing I, the people are amazing too right i've heard They're like so it's so nice yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Well, yay! Um. Okay, I know you said your Facebook group and your website and all that, but if you want to repeat it again, so everybody can find you, um, and connect with you and get your amazing trend reports, um, all her graphics and her style are just amazing. So you need to get on those lists. Um. But yeah, that if you want to so share much that to me, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like they are. I'm, I'm impressed every time I see them. I'm like, dang,
1: he was so good. I Appreciate <laughs> that. I work so hard on them. I think it's probably my like. OCD, attention to detail, and <laughs> needing everything to be pretty. Um, so I'm Sarah, and you can find me at shopthe.city or on my Facebook group, Elevate Your Style with Shop the City. And then my Instagram is also just shop underscore the underscore city. But if you search shop the city, I'm sure it comes up.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you on because um, I knew you were to share so many awesome and easy tips for us to feel good when we're all busy and moms and entrepreneurs. So I love how you were able to share that in like a digestible way. So thank you. I feel like I'm such a bad entrepreneur and I'm just like, here
1: are all of my tips for free <laughs> all of the time. Do
0: that too. <laughs> so you but can you get know. it all nice and condensed if you hire me. Exactly. Yes, I know. Well, then like for a while, my husband's like, dude, why do you give everything away for free? I'm like, well, I don't know. Just I know I am a believer in the law of reciprocity, so I mean, you know, Me too. put out comes out comes back, you know. So yeah, it's a win-win. But exactly, I love that. Well, yeah, you know, you are killing it as an entrepreneur and a mom and a stylist, for that matter. So
1: thank you, you are too. Except the marketing, not stylist. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, just <laughs> that you should see my quote-unquote <laughs> style. <laughs> uh, well, awesome. Well, thank you so much again, and thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to this week's Bubbles and Biz. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to walk away with something new to implement or inspired in some way. If you're frustrated with your marketing efforts and you're ready to master your marketing and grow your business, I'd love to help you. Head to nb.marketing services to learn more.